And welcome to this episode of Live at the Hive Digital Marketing from the Trenches. I'm your host, Dan Nadelko, and today we're going to be talking about the fundamentals and future of search engine optimization for businesses. Definitely a hot topic, something that is constantly uh, one of the top blogged about and discussed uh, areas of digital marketing. And today we've got a very special guest, uh, Vikas Singhal, the founder of samblogs.com, SEO expert. Um, Vikas, thanks for being here today. Thanks, thanks, Dan. Thanks for having me here on your show. Absolutely, it's, anything. It's, it's my pleasure. It's my <laughs> pleasure to be here. Likewise, likewise. So maybe you can just tell everybody a little bit about your background, how you got into marketing, how you got into SEO. Uh, we'll start there. So I'll hand that over to you. Yeah, uh, Dan, I, I'm Vikas to start off. Uh, Vikas Single, people call me Sam as well. Uh, I come from India, a small small town in India, in fact. Uh, I, uh, I did my schooling there and then I in 2006, uh, 2002, I moved to, my high, uh, to Jaipur for my higher studies. I got admission in mechanical engineering branch, and in 2006 I got uh, got a job through the same college in ITC Limited, Bangalore. So in 2006 I moved to Bangalore and mm -hmm. started uh, doing uh, working in a food company. I was a mechanical engineer, went to a food company. Uh, I got a handsome salary. I got good perks. I got a driver, chef. Everything was good. Everybody, it seems like good uh, from outside. But I was not happy. I wanted to do something else. I wanted to do something bigger. Uh, then in 2008, uh, I quit my job and started a marketing venture. Mm. So I was a mechanical engineer, then went to food, and then started a marketing venture. The idea didn't work. Uh, in 2010, it collapsed. Uh, it collapsed badly. Uh, mm. I was nowhere. I was broke. And on top of that, I was getting married. <laughs> so things were, things were bad, really bad. Mm -hmm. So in 2010, then I came back to Jaipur again, uh, where uh, from where I graduated, uh, and I started learning a new uh, new thing, which is called SEO, search engine optimization. It was new then in back in 2010. I dived into this. I read a lot about this. I joined some forums. I made I made started uh, reading about this, and and I in 2010 onwards I started taking digital marketing projects, freelancing projects through SEO forums mm -hmm. and in uh, mid-September 2010, I made $3,000 for the first first time uh, through uh, digital marketing services, freelancing services. Then mm -hmm. I knew uh, it is the way, it is the way for me. Th that's how it started. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like it's a, you've, it's it's funny, the more people we talk to on the show and all, all from all sorts of different uh, roles within marketing. Um, it, the, one of the most common threads that I find, it's interesting, a lot of people with engineering and computer science backgrounds do find their way into marketing more than you might think. Um, so it sounds like the uh, it kind of the, the excitement and different projects and everything uh, it, that works in the SEO film, we're going to talk about that, uh, was something that, that, that was pretty appealing to you. Yeah, yeah. SEO, uh, SEO was appealing on, on top of that, uh, the thing with me uh, was me with uh, actually I was uh, I needed something to uh, to work on. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I, I was already I was already nowhere. I didn't have a direction. So 
I chose SEO as a direction, uh, and it was it was looking promising because uh, it may uh, it was uh, it was easy to understand for the first uh, at 2010. It was easy. It has changed now. So, uh, so and and on top of that, I started getting clients through SEO already. Mm-hmm. So once you once you see the uh, money coming, uh, you are already uh, you already get motivated through SEO. So for me, mm-hmm. uh, that's how SEO journey started. Uh, in 2010 uh, 2013 then uh, we founded samblogs.com cool and yeah tell us a little bit about sam and and your team and and the type of projects you work on and and what you folks do over there yeah samblogs.com uh, if you see the name it is sam blogs so it was basically a blog uh, so that we can share knowledge people can know how seo works how they can get ranking how they can benefit uh, from seo uh, there was uh, there were uh, so many techniques mentioned there. We then we start, uh, started live chat uh, through the. Uh, if you see the blog section, you will see you know, so many blogs out there. Mm-hmm. People telling what what's happening in the search. Uh, what what's the today's SEO? Uh, then in in 2013 we changed it to a official agency site so that people can come. They can talk about their problem, how they can rank their sites. So uh, Samblogs, we started Samblogs in 2013 and in 2022 it has become a brand. We recently got a uh, award here in this part of the world for fastest growing digital marketing company in Jaipur. So uh, it's about uh, Samblogs. Awesome. Awesome. So, you know, we, we had this little conversation before we went live into the recording. Um, from your perspective, uh, you mentioned 2010. Over the last, say, 12 years, uh, what have you seen as some of the biggest changes and evolutions from from Google's point of view? Because um, I think a lot of people don't really see that uh, that evolution or that change, especially people running a business. Obviously, they're not they're not in it as much as as you and I might be. Yeah, uh, SEO has evolved. Actually, it has completely changed. If I compare it to 2010 SEO and now SEO, it has completely mm-hmm. changed. Uh, in back then 2010, if you have got a on-page title, meta keywords, and a few keywords in the content, after that, uh, you, 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 we used to have two tools, if I remember correctly. One was SCNUC and uh, one was AMR, Article Marketing Robot. You just uh, put and make some links and boom, you will get ranked. <laughs> <laughs> it used to work like this. So. It means I remember correctly. In three weeks, four weeks max, uh, I used to rank high, high, high keywords, high, high competition keywords. Every everything was so easy. But uh, later on, uh, Google keep kept on changing algorithm. It is mm-hmm. more AI now. They can catch the duplicate content. They can uh, they can warn you for the thin content. You will get penalty if you are using private blog networks, PDNs. You must be knowing. So. Mm-hmm. And uh, on top of that, uh, it has uh, more about user intent, how people want to see. You are not optimizing for a search engine. You are optimizing for people who are searching, who are typing a query. Uh, mm-hmm. So it has come from uh, a basic uh, basic uh, search engine where you can easily manipulate it. It is really hard to manipulate now. It is, uh, it is more about how you can please the user behind the search query. Uh, it's not about pleasing the search engine now. It's more mm-hmm. about the user, user experience, pace, speed, core web vitals. So things have changed. Things have changed a lot. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, one of the things, uh, you know, 2010 Google is nowhere near the complexity and there are nowhere near as like now uh, on a factor of, of exponential factors. Uh, there are more people using Google every single day. We're going to talk a little bit about these fun little mobile devices we <laughs> yeah. all carry in our pockets oh, as well. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, you know, what we're going to do, so Google has evolved. It's a, like you mentioned, AI, it's an intelligent engine. It can read, it can read in multiple languages. It understands context. Uh, so, and, and a search result from 12 years ago, if we were to pull one up, uh, and look at that versus 2022, that uh, there, there's no relationship whatsoever between the two. The, yeah, yeah, of course, of course, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely. So today what we're going to talk about uh, for everybody here is we're going to start with some of the search fundamentals for Google. Um, we're going to turn to Vikas to help us dispel some of the myths. Um, and I think it's it's really not the fault of a business owner because, you know, <laughs> the world that we live in with SEO, there are thousands of providers, some people sending cold emails, um, lots of, there's lots of different options, but I think the education side of understanding SEO. So we're going to talk about the fundamentals, dispel some myths, then we're also going to talk about things that businesses can do and the future of search, like where are things going uh, today. So uh, why don't we start off, obviously I think we should talk about uh, the fundamentals of search, right? Because um, and, and I'll, I'll close my mouth in a moment, but when you, I'm, I'm sure you find this, if you do a, a site audit on a potential client's website or a client's website, you may come out with hundreds of different recommendations. Um, and so let's kind of, you know, instead of looking at those hundreds of them and going, oh God, what are we gonna do? What in your mind are some of the core fundamentals of search and an SEO program? Uh, if I go by the fundamentals, uh, I'll brief you uh, three basic things about uh, SEO. Uh, it is it's it's not about 2010. It's not about 2022. Uh, it's not about 2050. Mm -hmm. uh, things will keep on changing, but fundamentals will remain there. They will be there uh, always. Mm -hmm. So first thing uh, I will always say: know your audience. As a webmaster, if if you are uh, optimizing for search engines. You are a webmaster, you want to reach a new audience, you want to rank higher in Google. First, know your audience. Mm -hmm. uh, it can be it can be broad audience. If you if you are a new person who doesn't know about SEO, you can have a broad keywords, broad idea about the audience you want to target. You want to reach the audience, male, female, gender, or age group. You know the audience. Based on that, you know your keywords. Decide what are the best keywords which should be tracked, which should be ranked. Uh, once you know the keyword, first is audience keywords. Second, mm -hmm. once you know the audience, you should know who is ranking best for those keywords. What is he doing in terms of content? I'm talking about in terms of content. Let's say uh, I I type something in Google. I see this these two three people are dominating the search results for my my keywords my uh, my target area. I'll go there and I'll see those uh, content. I'll try to beat them in terms of quality. It's mm -hmm. not about length of the content. It's about quality of the content. If if a user go to my content, he will experience. He will have a better experience than going to my competitors competitors content. So I'll try to beat them in content. First, I know the keywords. Second, I'll I'll try to beat them in content. Third, <clears throat> for the links, I will try to be uh, try to be as relevant as possible. 
if I come from SEO community, I need links from SEO SEO people, people who are in digital marketing, <clears throat> not from people who are selling groceries. So this this is about <clears throat> niche relevant. How mm -hmm. how can you be relevant to the people? So these three things will remain forever. For even if it is two zero five zero, know your audience. Mm -hmm. Beat the content in terms of quality. Third, <clears throat> get relevant links which are relevant today. So this this is my best advice for businesses who are going into SEO. Keep your fundamentals high. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we should talk about how, and that's great advice. I think one of the things is um, some businesses will say, you know, our audience are 18 to 65 year old uh, men and women in India, for example, and that's everybody. Pretty much. I mean, you've got some, <laughs> right? So, um, and and all of that really understanding and, and becoming more specific leads to creating more specific, relatable content that's going to fit that search intent, um, and that also then leads to site structure, how things are internally linked on your site. But we should probably talk a little bit, and you've touched on it a bit. Are those as the site speed and those core web vitals? Um, and mainly because the primary method for people to access Google these days is is through the mobile device, really more so than say a desktop or a laptop. Yeah, if if we see the pattern, uh, we will see that desktop searches are declining and mobile mm -hmm. searches are increasing. So Google introduced uh, mobile first indexing. I think it's more than three, three and a half or four years now. Mm -hmm. So it's more uh, it, uh, uh, when we used to do SEO in 2010, uh, sites were not optimized for uh, mobiles because nobody was using uh, mobiles for the search. No, we uh, everybody has mobile. Even people keep two, three mobiles. So we uh, most of the searches come from mobile. So mm -hmm. mobile first indexing, uh, you need to optimize for the mobile. And second, you have to be very speedy. If you if your site doesn't load on mobile. Uh, it it takes time. It is mm -hmm. it takes more than three seconds. People are gone. People, so uh, core web vitals are crucial uh, from that perspective. First, mm -hmm. uh, you have to be speedy on uh, uh, loading speed. Second, for the user intent, user experience, uh, it should be it should be easy to uh, navigate. Your site should be easy to navigate. Uh, the most important part of uh, uh, content which one you want to pro uh, produce to the uh, audience should be very easily accessible. And uh, so the, these things, these things uh, are so important in today's SEO, uh, page speed and uh, core web vitals. So you must optimize your site for these two things. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, no, that's that's some that's some great advice. And and from designing a site and having a business look at their site, I think look at mobile first and then work backwards into desktop. Because if you're highly yeah. optimized on mobile first, that's just going to benefit you as well. Um, so we all know that uh, link building is a super important part of SEO. I think even people that are, are relatively new to the, the program um, uh, and what it is uh, understand that. But what are some of your best tips for link building? Because link building is a really big topic um, and, and you know, there's always details in that. So what are some of your, your best tips and, and advice for businesses thinking yeah, about uh, link building? link building yeah. yeah it's quite a vast thing and there are actually if you go by link building uh people um the first thing you should be very clear about it's not about uh, quantity of links it's mm -hmm. more about quality of links so when you start off uh, link building part of a project uh, for your site 
you can start off uh, with diversified links which uh, what are diversified links uh, these okay. are links coming from uh, some good sites uh, everybody anybody can go there and make links like a blogger blogger.com blog uh, uh, wordpress.com these are good sites uh, don't overuse it but go and make some useful content and link back to you uh, okay. these are diversified links and then then there you know guest post guest post should be done uh, in a right manner like if you have if you have wrote a great piece of content and you want uh, relevant authors to reach out to you or you can reach out to relevant people who are in your industry and it is more useful to them you can pitch your uh, post to them and they will be happy to link back to you mm-hmm. so it it is it, it should be like more uh, about more relevancy it should be about relevancy and third the new techniques are coming like uh, links coming from interview for example or podcast these are new techniques no, 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 not everybody do, is doing this these are few people doing this so reach out to them uh, through uh, the people who are in this industry and relevant to your industry reach out to them and do an interview with them and get links from them so <clears throat> these links link building techniques are great techniques these, uh, these will work forever and then mm-hmm. there are some sh- shady links uh, link building ta- tactics which can you uh, give you a, a it rank in few days but that rank will not stay for a longer time for example mm-hmm. you can go and make a, a pb and private blog network right if it is made by you and you are trying to hide uh, uh, there is no interlinking between pb and private blog networks then uh, you can get a good ranking but you need to stick to your private blog network and try to hide it as uh, as as much as possible but this is this is like a black hat black hat part of the uh, link building technique i would say mm-hmm. uh, so for the white white hat part i would say guest post go for guest post go for podcast or interview links and uh, make some diversified links for the link building part of page seo mm-hmm. yeah for sure and i think a, a couple of things on link building one to touch on uh, pbns um, these are very much a mid 2010 kind of notion uh, where uh, for anybody that isn't sure what a PBN is, uh, one uh, site owner would have, say, 50 or 100 different blogs across different hosts. Um, and if you put a link on one, you can get tons of links pointing. Google has become very, very, very good at detect- detecting these. And yeah. as much as I've seen people that try all sorts of uh, wild techniques, I think what it comes down to is Google fundamentally has better engineers than you. Um, and they're going to find it because uh, it's something that they, it's link manipulation and it's something they definitely don't want to have affecting their results, right? Um, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. The, the other part about link building that I think is super important is the notion of deep linking. So oftentimes you'll see, well, we built links and, uh, uh, you know, non-context um, links that uh, maybe uh, have the anchor text as your business name as opposed to what you do, right? Uh, and just pointing to the homepage, you mentioned search intent. There's also, you know, link building intent that if somebody, if you've got a guest, plo- uh, guest post talking about how to file your taxes in 2022, um, you should point to a very relevant page deeper within your domain, not just your homepage. That may not have the right yeah. intent, yeah, potentially. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, correct, correct. Totally. Totally. All right. So moving on, I mean, we're talking about quite a bit of uh, really good um, background and information on, on things that businesses need to know about SEO. 
So let's just dive in a little bit into what you see as, uh, and I'm sure you talk to tons of clients and tons of tons of businesses. Um, what are your top misconceptions uh, that you see about SEO? And I'll throw a couple into myself as well. Yeah, sure, sure. SEO is actually quite a vast topic. Uh, it is well misunderstood, I would say. Mm -hmm. uh, people actually, there is no no clear-cut guidelines about SEO. So people, someone say X thing, someone say Y thing. So there are so many misconceptions about SEO. I'll cover the basic three misconceptions I see in industry uh, right now. So first, the basic misconception is SEO is one time. People will come to me and say, hey, my budget is this, uh, I, I want to rank in one month and I want to stay ranked after, after the job is done. It, it doesn't work like that. To be honest, it doesn't work like that. It's a continuous process. You have to stay regular with SEO, and if you are staying regular with SEO, you can get a huge ROI. And a huge, a, a huge ROI as compared to Facebook ads, as huge compared as compared to Google ads and PR marketing campaigns. So I would say for businesses, uh, they should have a separate budget for SEO. Uh, and keep in mind, it's not a one-time thing; it's a regular process. Second, uh, people say link quantity matters. Mm, some some uh, some most of the people think uh, if they have got 2000 links and their competitor has got only 200 links they are ahead of their competitor which is not true mm -hmm. uh, the fact is uh, it's more about quality of the links if a link is coming from really authoritative domain a single link can be more beneficial as compared to 100 links so the this is the second biggest myth about link building mm -hmm. third which i see a lot the people will come and say SEO is dead, <laughs> which I don't believe. <laughs> which I don't believe. Uh, SEO is very much alive. Uh, the tactics have changed. The algorithms have are smarter now. You need to stay regular. You you have to be uh, wise with your content marketing. Uh, mm -hmm. It's more about content marketing now. You have you should have a high quality content, and then you have to market that content. If you're doing it in the right way, optimizing for the intent and going for the base speed, uh, you are mm -hmm. bound to rank. And it, it is very much alive and, and it can give you huge returns. Trust me, it can give you huge returns. Yeah, and, and, and those are uh, three great points. Um, I think SEO is a bit like investing in a stock market where you know you're not you're not investing in crypto to see something overnight, but over the long <laughs> yeah. term you see those results. Um, yeah. That's, yeah, that is actually you know to be honest with you, one of the things that I see with clients, especially clients that are very aggressive in their business growth, um, they're gonna they want to see these results, and it's 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 harder to explain that this is the marathon. You have, uh, you know, things to uh, take into account that it's gonna take that amount of time. So pairing it with some other more immediate activities can, can help that process. Um, definitely SEO is not dead. It's far, far from it. Um, we're gonna talk about some of the future of, of SEO, but certainly, you know, you see things like voice search, um, you see, obviously, mobile search and how the, the results are displayed differently with things like app installs. But a couple of other, um, one big misconception, and I'd love your feedback on this too, is quite often we'll hear that, you know, I want to rank number one uh, for Google. And, and, and people, <laughs> like you're not building anything actually for Google at all. Um, and that's um, the, the big misconception is realized it comes to life when uh, and we often see this uh, we'll we'll have a company talk to us or a business 
uh, well, we've just invested thirty, forty thousand dollars in a brand new website. Now we need to do SEO, and it's live. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so that's the second one that when, when people think, well, we build for Google separately than we build for human beings, um, yeah, yeah. You, you can run into those problems. I, I'll, I'll kick it over to you for one second, uh, in one second, sorry. But Google is really like a conduit. And at the end of that tunnel is a human being sitting in front of some sort of a device trying to learn, solve a problem, make a purchase, to trying to do something. And so this idea of, of SEO as a way to appeal to Google is, is I think, one of the fundamental problems that, that people need yeah. to get their heads around that, no, you're actually, it's the person. <clears throat> Google's trying to get that result to the right person. Yeah, correct. Rightly said, Dan. Rightly said. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so moving uh, along here, um, we talked a lot about kind of the basics, the core fundamentals. So site structure, understand well, understanding your ideal customer, site structure, uh, building out content appropriately, um, the right kind of content, building specific links that build deep into the site. But we talked about it already, this, this thing that is SEO and that is Google is this giant uh, ball rolling down a hill growing in size. What do you see as the future of SEO and search in general for businesses? Uh, <clears throat> SEO is there for it's here to stay, as we discussed. Uh, future uh, SEO, uh, like uh, change is the only constant. You, you must have heard this term. Mm -hmm. People change, search engine change, algorithm changes. Uh, so uh, SEO will keep on changing. That's, mm -hmm. that's for sure. But uh, you have to adapt to those changes and uh, incline towards those changes to to get more traffic through SEO. Yep. Uh, like there will be there. It's not like a huge change in one day. It won't happen. It will be it will change gradually. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, uh, what I see uh, uh, like uh, structural data will be more important. You know about it already. So mm -hmm. if you, uh, you when you are optimizing for uh, secondly, uh, Content, content marketing is uh, the next name of SEO. You mm -hmm. you have a high quality content and you market it through influencers, through podcast, and reach uh, reach it to a new audience through that content. Mm -hmm. Third, core web vitals. Core uh, people are not optimizing for core core web vitals now. As of now, most of the people they are not. Uh, only a few of a handful of people who know about these they are optimizing. So these things will become more prominent as we go along in next uh, next four five years so if you are optimizing for intent and search results uh, mm -hmm. search results will be in your favor so these three things uh, will will change as we as we go along and few of the new techniques which which we already talked about like podcast interviews and uh, um, mm -hmm. video video SEO will change also so you 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 can put lots of content in YouTube. It it's not just about getting traffic from Google. It's uh, traffic. It's about getting traffic from Bing. It's DuckDuckGo and <coughs> YouTube YouTube as well. So mm -hmm. so that's how SEO will change. Uh, you are optimizing for all search engines, not just concentrate on Google. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And then you made a great point there about um, different types of media, you know, video, audio, um, voice yeah. search, um, some of these things that are rising in prominence. You know, even a few years ago, I think voice search, you know, Alexa was definitely around, but now pretty much everybody I know has a voice assistant in their home and or in their car or on their device as well. Um, yeah, and, and definitely I think uh, the, the top one that you hit upon there is uh, structured data. And I'll just share my screen very briefly with the audience here to kind of have a look here. You know, if we okay. looked at this search result uh, 10 years ago, um, we would not have had any of this type of structured data where Google is able to nicely display things like reviews, the maps, like all of this here, all of this structured data. and actually from an SEO perspective, you can see here, you've got providers nearby, you've got ads, you've got the local map pack, the map results, and then you get FAQ snippets. All of these are our structured data. And I think, you know, practically, uh, you know, both of us coming from somewhat of an engineering uh, background, me, uh, software development and engineering and you from mechanical is, the faster that Google can sort this and understand what it is, then they can display it in ways that are much more rich than just plain old HTML. Um, and you know, from a practical perspective, I think structured data is something you should definitely check your box off on and, and understand yeah. how to make yeah. that happen. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, as we start to wrap up a little bit here, just maybe your top takeaways for businesses wanting to get started in SEO um, and, and increase their findability and their, their qualified traffic. What are your, your t- some of your top pieces of advice that a business could use uh, starting today? Uh, for the businesses who are starting today, I will say uh, take SEO as a long-term investment. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you want to get a huge traffic overnight you you can get started with uh, facebook ads google ads but set aside a budget for seo know mm-hmm. your audience create mm-hmm. content for that audience do content marketing for that audience and start a little bit of budget it's not about uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars you can just start off with 500 dollars 1000 dollars whatever you feel you're comfortable with as a startup you set mm-hmm. aside a budget for seo and start uh, start doing deep linking and deep link uh, interlinking also is important so just start off a higher agency good agency you can always come to me sandbox.com uh, mm-hmm. or uh, there are other agencies as well so mm-hmm. my best advice will be know your audience keep the content relevant to your audience and get relevant links if you are targeting uh, if you are targeting to rank higher in search engines Awesome. Yeah, for sure. And just a couple of other pieces of advice that, 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 that I've run into personally is don't always go for the 1200 to 1500 word blog post. One of the examples we had talked about was if it's a, a pizza recipe and you've got a recipe site or you're selling a product like garage doors or garage door repair, um, 1200 to 1500 words may be inappropriate for the search intent that that person has. Right. I mean, if they want the recipe, they want the recipe. If they want to learn how to fix it or the top problems, some of the things that you can do beyond just other forms of content are including things like structured data, uh, FAQs, uh, Q&A, 
um, recipes. There's probably about 40 or 50 different types. Embedding videos that are highly related, uh, quotes from authoritative sources and linking back to them, reaching out to them as well. Um, and then, like I said, the FAQ snippets and sections can all become FAQ. really yeah, big, sec uh, big uh, signals for Google to say this is the kind of quality content uh, that this type of a searcher would be looking for, um, more so than just total word count uh, in a piece of content as well. So, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Vikas, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, you can visit uh, Vikas's agency at samblogs.com. Vikas, um, appreciate your time today and I hope to have you back on soon again. Yeah, it was great to be on your show, Dan. It was really my pleasure. It is really my pleasure. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me here. All right. Anytime. All right. And for all of you out there, um, that'll do. That'll wrap up this episode of Live at the Hive Digital Marketing from the Trenches. We will see you next week. Same B time, same B channel. Peace. Take care. <laughs>